Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. Yeah, he's back. We got Joe Collins the <laughs> third, impressive resume. He's running for the US House of Representative in California's uh, it was 43rd, but because of redistricting, it is now going to be the 36th district that he will run in. Uh, Mr. Collins, good to have you on the show. Welcome back. How are you? Um, I'm extremely blessed. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, we appreciate you being on the program as always. Uh, we're going to chop it up about the voting rights bill, the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act. I don't want to presume what you know or believe about that act, so I will give you an opportunity to tell us your sentiment. Well, I think that there are a lot of great things in a bill and there's a lot of things that I don't like about the bill as well. I think it's good, they're kind of getting involved in campaign finance. And I think campaign finance is one thing that a lot of people are ignoring when it when it comes to this bill. But in my opinion, I think the bill is more swayed towards allowing an opportunity for illegal immigrants to vote. Um, I'm looking at the bill when I read, you know, about 800 pages. They talking about any person who have, uh, who have any type of interaction with federal or state governments will automatically be registered to vote, and you know that draw uh, concern for me. Um, register 16 and 17 year olds. I think that's repugnant to the Constitution that states that you have to reach the age majority before you can participate in any type of decision making for for young people. Uh, and so on and, and things of that nature. But um, the, the opportunity for felons to vote, I was really excited when I read that in a bill because uh, a lot of people don't believe that because you're a felon, you get to participate. But I mean, you did the crime and you paid your time and now it's time for you to get back uh, acclimated in the uh, United States in every single aspect, including voting, especially if you're going back to work and paying taxes, it, it is for you, it's specifically for you. So um, those are just a few of my thoughts from, from what I gathered from the bill. <laughs> Okay, so let me give you let me give you some correction on a few things. One, uh, the age of majority as, as it is listed in the Constitution. What is that age? Well, it must be eighteen years old, or whenever you're emancipated from your uh, mother or father. All right, so that's that's untrue. Uh, the Constitution utilizes the terminology "age of majority," which back at the time of the written Constitution was uh, much lower than it is today. As a matter of fact, that is True. a state statute, uh, and there are some states that had it set as low as 16. Other Absolutely. states pushed it to 18, but it depends on what the state says the age of majority is. So while it is constitutional, the terminology "age of majority," uh, the Constitution leaves it up to the state to define age of majority. The bill, the John Lewis Voting Rights, the Voting Advancement Act does not allow for undocumented individuals to vote in federal elections. But I will provide one nuance to your credit. Local jurisdictions, cities, municipalities, which are incorporated basically as private companies. Municipalities do have the right by way of their charter and statute uh, they do have the right to allow undocumented individuals to vote, and they have the right to allow 16-year-olds to vote. Multiple cities already do it. As a matter of fact, many people live in a city right now 
that allows it. They just don't know it because it's not promoted, but it's, it's contextualized in the charter of that city. But it's not in this particular federal bill. To the campaign finance portion, when we talk about campaign finance, Joe, what we're really talking about is the corruption of corporate money. Corporate money has corrupted politics in the United States of America. And the framers of the Constitution and even the early political leaders, as racist as they were, they realized that corporations would corrupt politics. And it was against the law for a corporation to give money to a political leader or somebody seeking political (laughs) office. Well, fancy firms got their lobbyists and they chipped away at the law so much so that we're running around America calling corporations people. Now you have Absolutely. to agree with me, Joe, that <laughs> is insanely inaccurate and it is corrupted. It has corrupted the political culture of America. Would you agree? Oh Yeah, absolutely. I would, I, I, you, can't, you can't deny that because it's absolutely true. And the, the, the voting was never meant for corporations, it was meant for the people. Right. And I was a little perplexed when um, you know, the, the, the courts allowed corporations to be labeled as people when it came to voting. But Joe, these are your people. Here's the thing, man, and every time we have this conversation, brother, I I try to get you to see the light. Uh, Democrats aren't much better, uh, but at least least they're in the ballpark of some of the common sense that you have. Uh, People who are left leaning in their politics would typically say, listen, corporations, they need to be limited, right? People that are on the right, uh, conservative ideology says, no, no, they need to have more powers. Their powers need to be expanded. You stand against that. You're more so left-leaning when it comes to that. You're also left-leaning when it comes to individuals who have committed a crime, served their time, being able to vote again. You will not completely agree on that because it's like saying, wait a minute. So you're telling me a person continues to pay taxes, they continue to work, they continue to live in America, but they can no longer participate in democracy. That doesn't make sense whatsoever. But Joe, you're on the wrong <laughs> political side with the party you represent. Man, I absolutely hear what you're saying. And I don't think it's a political party thing. I think it's more of an idealist thing. And like I've said before, people who have never you know, lived in my neighborhood don't, or my community don't have that experience from my community. I mean, Mitch McConnell said himself, the Republican Party does really good with you know white voters. And unfortunately, you do have black people who want to participate on both Democrat Republicans, the party. And I think that the party have to be inclusive to all ideologies. I mean, especially if we're talking about moving forward as the United States together, you know, and, and that's what it's all about. But uh, you know that the Democrats and Republicans have had a long history of not being able to, to, to work together. And I think it's hurt the American mm. people more than it's hurt everybody else. Brother, let me, let me bring something to your attention. 15 years ago, the United States Senate voted on voting rights. They voted on a voting rights bill. 98 of those senators voted the same way. They voted the same way, they supported it. It was bipartisan, there's nothing controversial about it. Now, we still have a handful of those senators who are currently serving. All of the Republicans stand against the voting rights bill today, even though they once supported it back 15, 16 years ago. My point to you is this, Republicans, they are standing in the way of progress in particular for black people. So I understand the argument that we have to get outside of the box or the boxes of Democrats and Republicans. But let's get inside of the narrative about black people or historically disenfranchised people in America. 
You know what I know, Joe, there needs to be a voting rights bill voted upon because the Supreme Court gutted the Voting Rights Act of 1965 and said Congress needs to pass a law. Well, here's the law, you got the John Lewis Act, that's the law, what does it do? Increase transparency by requiring reasonable public notice for changing the voting policies. That was the Supreme Court's ruling back in the 1960s. Grant the Attorney General the authority to request the presence of federal observers. Once again, something that is common sense. Third, implement best practices and require federal approval for policies that impact the ability to cast a ballot. These things are common sense measures that used to apply to states that had historical issues dealing with discrimination in voting. So why is it that 100% of Republicans that vote on this stuff, why are they adversarial to what you believe? You know, I have I have no idea, but I you think know that you know good damn well <laughs> why, Joe. The reason is because they know they offer no solutions to those groups who would vote their ass out of office, and so they want to select the voters because they are afraid of the voters selecting them. You know, Joe. Well, I think I think that partially partially true. I mean, we can go back to the twenty twenty election where the Republicans gave up all of the urban areas, the high dense populated areas, and and the Republicans took the rural areas, and the Democrats took the urban areas because that's where the uh, the most people are. And so, you know, they they might be afraid of getting voted out of office. And I say this all the time: I'm a huge proponent of get in there and do your job. If you want those voters, get in there and show them the type of leadership that you feel they deserve, or the type of leadership that you are, and a lot of people to decide. Now, when it comes to, uh, in my opinion, black people uh, being discriminated against and, and voting. Um, I, I can't say that based on the, the idea that people wanted to be more convenient uh, for voting. I feel like you know in this last election we had a lot of issues in the election and people had a lot of complaints. Now, when it comes to passing any type of legislation, in my opinion, I think both in the Senate and the U.S. House of Representatives, the Democrats and the Republicans have to agree to work together to find some type of legislation that's going to be beneficial for both sides. I mean, right now the Democrats are. Uh, getting legislation, they they getting legislation, trying to get it passed, but the Republicans are not on the table with uh, with those legislations. Joe, let me just ask you some simple, direct voting questions. Sure. Should people be able to vote on Sunday if the local jurisdiction allows it? Absolutely, yeah. The Republican bills that have passed eliminate. Uh, Sunday voting, which was branded as souls to the polls, primarily done by what church? The black church, right? Mm -hmm. So that's an issue. Uh, Number two, Senate Bill 202 out of Georgia makes it a misdemeanor crime to give somebody water or snack while standing in line. Even Lindsey Graham went on Fox News and said he doesn't understand where that bill, where that part of the bill came from. He thought it was silly, right? Well, there's a reason, there's a design to it, Joe. Because well over 90% of the precincts in Metro Atlanta that have historically long lines, guess what? They're in black neighborhoods. And the election cycle before, commercials ran on television saying, hey, we know the lines are gonna be long. But if you come out, if you come out, endure the lines, we're gonna make sure you have water, you have a chair, you have a snack. But they made that now a criminal offense, brother. You see the racism involved in the statute, do you not? I don't necessarily know if I would call that racism because I have to compare it to California where you can't do it at all. I mean, the polling lines, the voting lines along in California, obviously, is more considerably 
um, hotter and climate in Georgia sometimes uh, when it when it comes to voting. But in California, opposition parties are not allowed to be within uh, so many hundreds of feet. But of the that's not location. the rule, Joe. Listen to me, brother. Mm -hmm. There's it's already against the law to electioneer. So you can't represent a campaign or provide election material. Uh, while someone is standing in line, that's already against the law. What they have yeah. now done is made it illegal for churches or nonprofit, nonpartisan organizations to give mama them water or a snack uh, while they're standing in line. That's what's illegal now under that Senate bill provision that's called a voter restriction bill. And once again, over 90% yeah. of the long lines in Georgia are connected to black neighborhoods. That is racist in its expression. Do you not agree? Well, I think that Georgia has a, a a lot a lot of bills to pass that is going to be beneficial for those people. But I don't think I would necessarily um, not uh, give people the water who give people water who are standing in lines. I think that's just I think it's plain ridiculous in my opinion. But if that's uh, if that's who Georgia elected to pass bills for them, I think that Georgia has a lot of voting to do in these upcoming elections. All right, brother. Let me say this, man, because I you, yeah. you're a good person. All right, you're misguided on some political things, but you're a good person. Your ownership that will never never allow you to drive. They will never let you drive that ship, brother. You will never be able to turn this ship around. You will float your ass to the deep and they will throw you overboard at some point. Joe, you have to consider the position that they are putting you in, brother. I didn't put you in this position. Yeah. You know this stuff doesn't <clears throat> sit right with you. At some point, you have to make a decision before you get out in the deep with these folks, are you going to jump off the ship and swim ashore? Are you gonna do that? Are you well, open to doing that? <laughs> I tell you this, I'm the guy in the kayak, I never made it on the ship. I didn't get the support <laughs> from the Republican Party, man. This is a choice that that I decided to make and a choice that I decided to fight, you know, on, on my own because somebody's gonna have to fight for something on, on some team at some times, you know, and, and like I say all the time, we're gonna need allies on both sides of the political spectrum. All right, brother, uh, hold Republicans accountable to some of your common sense ideology. Absolutely. Always a pleasure Absolutely. having you on the show. All right, thanks man, you too.